2: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Now then you know, I suppose a lot of people think that my job here in the arts involves a lot of schmoozing at fancy launches with glasses of bubbly and everyone air kissing and well, no, of course it's not like that, but sometimes it is, actually. And I have to say, when it's after a hard day's work and you have no idea what's for dinner, there's still a mountain of jobs to do when you get home, sometimes it really is fantastic to head to something celebratory and call it work. And the first occasion like that that I had since 2019 was the launch last week of a sculpture exhibition in the gardens of the Montanotti Hotel, Now, the evening of the launch was practically Mediterranean. We were greeted with a jazz band on arrival. You can hear them there now. We were handed glasses of sparkling fizzy delights. And then we wandered around the garden, marvelling at the sculptures. Now, the exhibition is a partnership with the Kildare Gallery. And I spoke first to Ruth Little.
3: This is our third year here at the Montenotti. so uh, this year I think it's the biggest show we've had. We've over 40 pieces and about 18 different artists represented. Now we would represent more artists, but we decide who to bring down to Cork. This setting is perfect, the Victorian sunken garden. Looking down from the terrace, you just can't get any better. And the planting here as well just lifts every sculpture up, so it's just it's the perfect setting for us. Of course it is. It's in, cor- <laughs> in Cork. <laughs>
1: yeah. But besides no, besides all of that and being very serious like this has been an extraordinarily difficult time for the arts and for artists in general to get exhibition space to be shown by various galleries. It's a huge 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 difficulty because there are just aren't enough and it's it's very difficult to be seen and to get your work out there. So events like this are critical aren't they for sculptors?
3: Yeah, I think so. And also because it's an outdoor event, people feel really comfortable coming along and browsing through the garden. They feel, you know, it's not you're not inside the confines of a gallery wall, but it is. It is about the artists, do you know what I mean? And it has been a really tough year for arts businesses, artists, the whole lot through like we see it in the media every day. So So it's just great that things are starting to happen. And then you can partner with, you know, Joe and Frankie from, you know, the Montanotti. They're just brilliant. They're just so progressive. You can see how they're pushing this hotel. Their team is brilliant as well. Brian and Ray, all the team. Like, they feel like family with us now every year. It's brilliant. We just love coming back. Cork feels like a second home to us. And the sun always shines when we come here.
1: (laughs) Well, that's wonderful. But there's, I suppose there's also the kind of the brass tacks of it must be financially worthwhile for the gallery and for the artists to embark on endeavours like this. I mean, like... The setting up of it, the placing of it, I suppose the logistics of transporting everything Mm. is is an enormous task in and of itself, which costs a huge amount to mount something like this. So has it been, you know, in your experience, something that has really benefited both you and the artists that you represent?
3: Yeah, I find the first year, like I did Bloom in 2014. Okay. You know, we went in the first year and people were like, what is that? Why would I be putting a a sculpture into my garden? But we went back year after year after year and people then decided, yes, this is something I can do. And then they strive to have a piece that lifts the garden. And, you know, it's changing people's mindset. Um, This is our third year here. And, you know, we come back because we know Cork is very community based. They really push things in Cork. It's brilliant. And lots of people will come and see this. And we will meet new clients, with other clients who visit Cork to come and see this show so it, it works out well for us as well, you know, it's a partnership and you have to keep trying and we love it you know, we love it, if we didn't love it we wouldn't keep doing it but it, it is worth our while doing it you know, we have to get our name out there and you have to do things like this and try and do something different outside the box.
1: Which is great from a business perspective, from yes. the artist as well because presumably if someone comes to the sculpture garden and discovers that a piece they've fallen in love with is already sold, well
3: then there's a chance they may in fact commission yes. the sculpture garden. a time. lot of a lot of these pieces have are additions or we can get something similar. But look we work with people to find the perfect piece for their garden because there's no point in putting something in that you're not hundred percent happy with. We don't want that. You know, most of our customers are repeat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about customer service and getting people the right piece. That's what it's all about. Well, it couldn't be shown off in better light than it is today. It's, it's lovely joining. to meet you. Thank you, you so much. You too. Thanks a million.
1: Well, the special guest and centre of all the attention on the evening was Dermot Gavin, who so many of you will know, of course, from his gardening programmes on TV and more recently his gardening podcast and Instagram Lives. He began in lockdown and I had a chance to grab him for a few minutes down by the fountain. To be fair, Dermot, the last year and a half... What well, it's done for gardening, you couldn't, you couldn't
2: write it. You couldn't. I know, people, everybody's out there, and uh, kind of this garden here really sums it all up because it just looks fantastic. It's blossoming, blooming, absolutely brilliant. But then it is in Cork.
1: <laughs> but listen, one of the things that I loved in lockdown was your own series where you were, you know, chatting to people on Zoom and people were sending you in their stories and their suggestions. Are their requests more than that? I mean, like you mustn't be able to walk down the street without people stopping every five minutes to ask about their roses.
2: Do you know, it's very nice now. Years ago, it used to be very intense but now people just nod, they know who you are and, uh, and whatever, and occasionally they will stop. But that's great because with gardening, all gardeners love to share information. If yeah. you know something and you can encourage somebody else to have a go and do something. And gardening in this country is so easy because We've a brilliant climate for it, even with all that rain. We get the rain, we get the sunshine, and we get four seasons. So I love helping anybody.
1: Yeah. But in all of the various seasons of Gardening Shows, from when you would have started right at the very beginning to now, Irish people and people in general have we to treat the garden as another room. Isn't that the way we talk about it? And we're looking for focal points and we're looking for all sorts of things that none of
2: us knew Th- that's right. had, yeah. had in our
1: lexicon before.
2: Yes, the knowledge is really there. So I remember, you know, I grew up at a time when there was no garden designers unless you were really, really wealthy or really, really posh or a king or a queen. And gardening in suburbia was you had a lawn, you had some hedges and you had maybe a rockery and some fruit and veg in a greenhouse. But now people, and especially since lockdown, people are realising the garden is maybe the biggest room in the house and it is a space that transforms at different times during the day because of light and at different times during the year. And the ultimate in terms of creativity is growing something. So, so many people have got into it and so many people have realised that we can use outside. We can eat, drink, relax outside as well uh, as garden. And I think people are loving it more than ever.
1: I was following, as I said, your series where you would share things you were doing in your own garden as well as helping everybody else over Zoom. And one of the things that I just thought was the berries altogether was that sunken... Oh, the fire pit. And like, yeah. what a year you had for it. I mean, did you live there or did you get a chance? We, we use it a lot,
2: yeah. So we, create, we dug out an area and yeah. we created this sunken seating area and had a fireball in the centre of it. That was down at the end of the garden in the shade of a tree. It's just a lovely place in the evening to gather. And everybody of every age loves a little bit of fire. So to have that, it just... It a different atmosphere. The other brilliant thing about that is when it's in the evening and when you're only lit by firelight, you don't see the weeds.
1: <laughs> well, weeds are flowers too, aren't they? That's it. I mean, what age did you start digging and pottering around yourself?
2: I started very early. Yeah. So I grew up in a family who didn't really care too much mm-hmm. about the garden. It was all about keeping things nice and tidy and clean. So when I was about seven or eight, I used to get my dad's uh, shovels and spades and I used cross the river into the local park and I'd go up underneath the trees and I'd landscape there get away yeah yeah I did yeah uh, and I was great gorilla girl, girl is what they call it it, it was, was just, gorilla there are, yeah I was the first yeah. what <laughs> would it surprise you I was the first gorilla <laughs> uh, and I used landscape under these trees in Bushy Park in Ratfarnham so the bug was there from a very early yeah. age I just loved that park I loved the woodland in that park I loved the kind of lake that was there I loved the bamboo that was going there and the fancy that would evolve in your head about the pictures you would paint for yourself so it was great
1: You know, I was laughing earlier on saying about weeds or plants too. I mean, are there any flowers or plants at this stage that that you wish people would take a break from?
2: Oh, uh, dwarf conifers. Yes, Yeah, dwarf conifers, because they are satanic in terms of the plant world. They're hideous, they're spawn of (laughs) the devil.
1: We've gone from positivity now, dear. (laughs) (laughs) It's only (laughs) only (laughs) because
2: my friend is standing behind you, who's a very good gardener, adores them. (laughs) <laughs> bloody brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> the younger generation absolutely loved dwarf conifers, but I remember growing up doing my first gardens when it was all about rockeries, putting stones into piles of soin and planting dwarf conifers. They were labelled dwarf conifers and but they, they usually weren't. grew about 20 feet. They, they bloody they did. They I totally gone. agree with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got lumbered with
1: one of them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and your top favourite plant at the moment that you are just
2: thinking, why doesn't everyone know about this one? Oh, what a, what a great question. Top favourite plant, why doesn't that? I'm going to go for one of my predictable, anybody who knows my garden through Instagram, Echium is a brilliant. Uh, Echium is a, the one I plant is a biennial. It shoots up one year. In its second year, it'll grow to about four metres and all along its stem are these elongated leaves. But the stem is covered in blue or white flowers and it's like a crackdown for bees. And Amazing. it's so <laughs> exotic, and it would do so well in this garden, but it would take over. They're brilliant, trifid like dramatic plants. I love them in my garden.
1: Well, we are in an age of rewilding and pollinators and all that sort of crack, but we couldn't be in a more sculpted, maintained, presented garden today. It's been a pleasure. Uh, pleasure meeting Well, you.
2: Uh, the pleasure's been mine. We're in a gorgeous garden in the Montanati Hotel, laid out originally by Dominic Cullinan. He's done a brilliant job uh, creating a series of usable spaces on what was a very sloping side. And I believe the story is just starting because they're about to go into the woodland and it'll get even yeah, more exciting. More exciting. Dear, a no problem. <laughs>
1: My lads, what a gorgeous evening we had and a great partnership between the Kildare Gallery and the Montanati Hotel, and actually a great example of how the arts and hospitality industries can support and enhance each other. So before we left, I spoke to the Montanati's marketing director, Ray Kelleher. Ray, you're right. you have the knack of setting up a mood, an occasion, an <laughs> ambience... It's a beautiful, you know, cold drinks on the way in and jazz playing and the garden full of fancy people from Cork and all over. I know. And beautiful sculpture. I mean, the place is looking fantastic.
0: Thanks, Elmarie. It is, to be honest, and tonight is just a lovely opportunity to get people together, to get people out. We have this exhibition, which you're here tonight to view. It's launch night by the Lord Mayor and by Dear McGavin, who I know you've had a conversation with and had chatted and it's here for the next four weeks and I suppose it's just something different for Cork but just to be able to have people physically and we've come a long way since this time last year as well We we were allowed 15 people do you know what I mean so we have a lovely event for 40 people down in the gardens here the Victorian Sunken Gardens which are just phenomenal. The investment in the gardens has been incredible. And then we're just looking straight up here at our new glass house, which we've just opened four weeks ago. We've been very fortunate. We got reopened on the June 2nd. So we've been very lucky.
1: Over the course of the last year, of course, when we went back into lockdown, having met the last time, I of course, we're friends on Twitter as well. Yeah. I see all your photographs. <laughs> so when you were within your five kilometres, yeah. you were just great at posting all your photos from all around Clonakilty and down by the sea. And I was saying to you that you leave the most stunning setting in the morning and come and to get another fantastic setting here with the gardens overlooking the river and, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's such a joy. But it's not just that, though. I mean, like, there is the, the business of having an event like this at the hotel. It's a very prestigious event for the hotel to be yeah. hosting. But... You wouldn't do it if it wasn't worthwhile for the hotel or a good partnership yeah. with the Kildare Gallery.
0: Well, that's 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 brilliant. And yes, I did enjoy it when we were in lockdown. I did enjoy my 5K, which was all around Clannacilty and out Gincinale, which is incredible. But it is great to be back. Our association, and it was long before I ever joined the team here, the association was brought really by Brian, our general manager who he really wanted to be associated with the arts he felt it was very, a very suitable uh, affiliation, we have an arts in residence at the moment who's Peter Dee in the lobby um, and then we have the sculpture exhibition with Kiljar Gallery, now the Kildare Gallery have been with us for the last three years, they love it in Cork, it's their, it's their big event now because they don't have Bloom anymore so, um, well they, hopefully they will next year but it's their big event outside of uh, Carton House so for us to be able to facilitate that is yeah. huge and we're so excited to do so the amount of people that will be coming to actually view the gardens and like even having Jerry Gavin here who is the ultimate garden aficionado do you know what I mean and he's like commenting so positively about all the environment
1: he's the kindest most generous person with his time every single one of us here obviously wanted you know a couple of minutes on the microphone or camera with him or whatever have you and like, he's answered and spoken to everybody and given everybody such great care because just it's in his DNA, he's just literally that in love and still passionate
0: about what he does He is, and I I, I was fortunate to have a meeting with him at four o'clock today where we sat down with uh, Shane from Nanonega Place and we're try to cultivate an idea for next year and he's very much involved and oh. you know what I mean so he's you and heard it's some, it here first you heard it here first but like the yeah. thing is we say there's a huge opportunity here in yes. Cork for to do something around the whole gardening trail perspective because there is a huge audience that are in that love this huge opportunities ahead but Look, we've been very fortunate. This is the third year, um, and I was here last year as well, and it's been a sunny evening. So we're overlooking the city, so what more could we ask for?
1: The place is looking fantastic. The exhibition itself is glorious. It's here for four weeks in total, isn't it? So pretty much the month of September. And I hope... Uh, the forecast is nice actually for the next couple it of days for people to come to it yeah. but even in the rain to wander around with a beautiful umbrella and take it all in is still possible so I would definitely urge people to come Absolutely
0: Tell them that all they need to do is come to reception just register their arrival and they can make their way down to the garden very comfortably on Culture Night of course on the 17th of September we actually are doing uh, two, two self-guided tours and we hope to have members of the Kilter Gallery down that night it was a huge success last year and uh, we've been able to increase our numbers that you can book an event, bright. It's free and you get a glass of Prosecco as you meander through the gardens.
1: And I'm sure there's more glasses probably somewhere away. If we go and have a look. This Let's go and be... have some. Let's go <laughs> <one> and have some. Thanks
0: so much. That's brilliant. Thank you so much.